Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Full Steam Ahead. Weirdly, I am introing this week. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always, my trusty it's sidekick, Mr. It's flat cap. cap. How are I you, I didn't mate? wear the flat cap this weekend. I'll uh, just put that out there. I didn't wear the flat cap, and last time I didn't wear the flat cap to a game, we lost. So I had a lot of people quite upset with me before the game, but the game, we won, and we'll come on to that very shortly. Oh, I'm very yes. good today. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. Uh, it's been good. a full-on Monday, but we are yeah. here. It is just gone nine o'clock. So we we yep. like to record a little bit early this week, so I, I say we remember the games. You remember the game more. Uh, I, I have got quite a good memory. Yeah, no, but Vio's never though. up anymore, is it? No, that's it's true. It's so true. frustrating. Well, it's over the other side of the country at the minute, actually, getting looked at. So it's not even at home in the room, <laughs> which away. is a shame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've got good old Lee having a look at it. Mama Lee, as he's now known. Mama Lee, Mama Lee. The week. He, honestly, he's yeah. got the patience of a saint for what he's doing at the moment of that bloody oh. VO. I know, I would not. I can tell you now, I mean, obviously I've done quite a bit with the VO on match days over the, the last year. Gaz last year, having to look after the VO every single week, and Andy now. I feel so sorry for them both. Yeah, I, I could never do that. Too much yeah, most I've ever had to do, yeah. Exactly. The most I've ever had to do is when we got the player data pods a few months back, mm. I was given them. Oh, God. I don't know. So, no, the worst thing is, though, I was traveling back. So I got a, a lift with Chris Holt from Crew to, like, Blackburn Way. Mm. And then I had to get on three buses or two buses and a, uh, two, a bus, a train and a bus home carrying a big box of player data stuff. That's hell. And um, then I had to take it up to Crew the next morning on the train. And it was just... Oh, I felt so much pressure. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. I didn't sleep that night. I didn't sleep that night watching over the player pods, making sure they charged up. <laughs> that was a fun night. That was a very fun night. Yeah, I feel the pressure when we used to do football on a Monday. Um, bringing the footballs was enough pressure for me. And maybe bringing yeah. a pump from time to time if they were a bit flat. That See, was kind of Chris, my limit. yeah. Well, Chris Stokes has a trolley, and that basically has everything we need in it. I know a few other things are dotted around. We got corner flags this week as well, finally. We've got corner flags at Holmes Chapel for, well, ever. Um, and we've got them now. Well, they were supposed to. That's a, a whole thing in itself. I went up to them because the ref had a go at us. Um, a ref that we've uh, been very kind to on this podcast, may I add. Uh, and, um, yeah, so he had a go at us like he likes to. And uh, So I went up to the reception and they said, well, we don't supply them to you. We want to give them to Holmes Chapel Hurricanes. I went, all right, fair enough, whatever. We got our own then. Oh. I know. It's one of those things. Oh. Hopefully yeah. we move out of there pretty quick then. Well, who knows? We've obviously got a long time now till the new season. We're bang on halfway through the season for the women's team as well, which is a milestone we hit this weekend. Seven games played, seven games to go. So yeah. we're in Leads good us position. on nicely. So what happened the weekend, mate? Um, so Tell I'll yeah, about it. I'll start with the women's team because they actually had a game <laughs> and we won 2-1. And it was a nervy one. But a very deserved one. Wait, we scored more than one goal in a game? Yes, I know. Oh, my God. We scored two. <laughs> I, I, I was well, to be fair, we scored three. And I know, obviously, respect the officials and all. The third was called offside. It wasn't. Oh, Me and Alex Jennings were stood directly in line with the defender. And Ellie Richmond was not offside. And she had a corker of a game as well. She, um, We'll come on to that in a second. So, yeah, we, we, we came into the game. We had 11 players on Friday. Yeah. Luckily, we got a substitute. We got a 12 player on Saturday morning, and uh, that eased the pressure a tiny bit. But even then, having 12 players is a worry. 
it's always going to be, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. especially with our injury record currently as well. Yeah, when I saw the team announced, I was like, "Oh, this is tight." There's only one sub. What's going on? Yeah, well, I, I, obviously, I can see during the week and find out during the week how many we've got. You saying yes to come in, who, who can't? Mm. And I was feeling very, very nervous. But the girls that played put in an absolute shift, and I want to just a big shout out to Annabelle as well. Annabelle Medley stepped up and went in goal in the absence of a, a recognised goalkeeper. Uh, we had Izzy, but she's unfortunately injured now, uh, injured a hand, so couldn't play in net. Uh, but oh, best of luck no. for her recovery. So Annabelle, yeah, the first game I saw her play, actually, she played in net. So I, I had okay. a bit more confidence than I think most people did. Uh, I think everyone was just like very proud that she'd step up. But I was like, you know what, she's got this. And th- we did concede, yes, but I don't think many keepers would have saved that. It was a very good effort, basically top corner. Annabelle did get a hand to it, but I don't think anyone was saving that. No, but if you're not even training, you know, training properly, let alone training as a goalie, Exactly. I think things like that is definitely forgiven. It, it's yeah, oh, massively. Those, yeah, you've if, especially if you've got a hand to it. Fair play for getting a hand to it. Exactly, and, and she is a good goalkeeper. I will say that now she is a very good goalkeeper from the times I've watched her. And I had mm. absolutely complete confidence in her, and she did prove why. Um, she is a very very talented centre mid though, so I really hope she can get back out into the outfield soon. Uh, but we'll just have to see how that that kind of um, happens. But one player that really shone for me, and the player of the match, actually, was Anna O'Connor. And I was stood on the sideline, just absolutely buzzing, because I said before the game to to some of the lads, I think Anna's going to absolutely shine today. And I was saying about how good Anna is, because I've seen her play at uni as well, and I think she's an absolutely outstanding player. Um, But I don't think she's the most obvious kind of candidate week in, week out player of the match. She kind of goes under the radar a bit. And she played a performance of a lifetime. Is she, she one of those every- like seven, eight, nine out of tens every week? But because she does it every week, it just goes yeah. unnoticed. I, I think it's a bit like that, yeah. And I think because obviously the the talent in the squad, I think everyone talent wise in within this league is up there as well. So unless you are like an eleven out of ten every week, you 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 will struggle to get noticed. That's the, the mm. sad reality almost. But she was turning everyone. She was playing beautiful passes in that centre mid, uh, in that centre mid role. And yeah, it was it was just she was a joy to watch, and she got a goal as well. Um, oh no, she didn't. She didn't get a goal, but she should have got a goal. Um, I think a lot of people should have got a goal. To be honest with you, Katie King, <laughs> Katie King should have had two. Here we go. This is what we bring you: reliable match reports oh. on FSA. <laughs> There's so much to remember. There's so much to remember. I could give that a full ninety recap, but no. So the goals were from Lizzie Godley, um, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, and Ellie Richmond um, with an absolute corker. And yeah, Katie King, her free kicks are just impeccable. But the run corn keeper, perhaps where she was, I don't say slightly, probably the best player on the pitch of either team. Oh, wow. The goalkeeper stopped it from being about seven. Does she want to join us and be in goal for the rest of the season? Oh, this is a thing, who knows? I don't think it's likely. I think they're quite a tight knit team. I think a lot of them are mates and a lot of them know each other, and it's going to be very hard to pry one of them away. Um, uh, fair enough. But yeah, she was absolutely outrageous. Because we've all seen Katie's free kicks and Katie's long shots. Oh, and she's she dived insane. Perfectly, absolutely insane. Dived perfectly every time to just get a hand to it and tip it wide. Oh. And she did it twice in the space of about three minutes. It's just Shocking. it's unfair almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, Katie deserved a goal. Anna deserved a goal. 
but yeah, Lizzie's goal was really good. It, it set us off well. Amelia as well, who played her debut, she was absolutely fantastic and she probably deserved a goal as well. Uh, but when Ellie Richmond came on, she really kind of gave a different dynamic to the front line. Obviously, a front line without Katie Holder, who's been our most prolific player this, this season, scoring mm. three in the last three. Uh, I believe she's away on her holidays now, so I hope she's enjoying herself. But yeah, Ellie came on. The strength and pace she showed up front was it was a different level. Um, she broke through once and scored. Broke through another time and scored, but it was called back for offside. Again, my opinions on that are as they are, but whatever, <laughs> football's football. And we came away with the three points, and that's what matters. Exactly. I was going to say, that's the main thing, is getting those three points. Um, scoring a couple of goals as well is nice. Uh, I know we've it's been very yeah. very close games. It's always been a, a sort of one-nil win, or sort of nil-nil, you know, one-all draws. So it's nice to get a couple of goals as well for the girls. Yeah, I, I can say, though, it was nervy as well in the last 10 minutes because, I mean, as we saw a few weeks ago against Edgerton um, when, in the Cup when we lost on penalties, it was 2-1 all game. We were outplaying them, and obviously some referee calls went against us, uh, but what can you do? But in that game, it, it bit us in the arse, and we, we, we drew and lost on penalties, and I think there was a fear that that would happen again, but the girls didn't give up, and complete credit to them. They were absolutely brilliant. But around the league, that puts us in a really good position now because we're, well, we're second, level on point with first and that's a first place team that we have a game to play against still as well oh, that's, that's that's a lovely position to be in it is oh it is 100% a good position I mean if you look around the league this season uh, this weekend as well there's been some good results for us actually Congleton who we are due to play this weekend beat Stockport County 6-4 away 6-4 and... bloody hell yeah oh we've heard this before haven't we there's loads of goals in this league <laughs> Congleton this season have been in their games. There has been a grand total of sixty-two, yeah, sixty-two goals in eight games during Congleton matches. Twenty-five for thirty-seven against. My God! Saying that we've been involved with twelve, nine for with three against. Do so, they? Do they not play with a goalie? I don't know what they do. I think they must play with like eleven up top. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those. So a six-four result, but again, that puts us now the top three that are Macclesfield, us, and Chester seem to be starting to kind of pull away. Uh, with Stockport, who are currently in four on ten points, and we've still got to play them as well. They they're the one team to beat us this season in the league, and it's a game that I think we all have mixed opinions on. Really, was it an unfair loss? But whatever, it was yeah, a loss. It was, we it played them again. No, it's completely unfair loss. Well, it was, yeah, it was completely unfair. We were too it was, nice. It was one of those. We were too nice. Well, no, because that game was always going to happen anyway. It's and, a game, I know, it's a but we should have, yeah, we should have fought more. We should have fought more. Maybe, yeah. But we've got them again at home in January to uh, reconcile what happened at the start of the season, the first game when we went 2-0 up and the game was abandoned at the start of the second half. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of big pictures. I mean, as I said to you before recording, we've got Macclesfield at home. We've got Chester away. That's first and third that we've got in the second half of the season. We've got Stockport at home. That's fourth in the league. We've got Congleton in six twice, both home and away, uh, with the first ten fixtures next weekend. And then we've got Nantwich Town home and away as well, who are currently seventh in the League of Eight, with only one win and two draws and four losses in that time. But Ooh. they're a team that beat us very convincingly in the Cup, so we're scared they might be a bogey team. But also saying that, Nantwich were a team that we expected to be up uh, at the higher reaches of the table at, at the start of the season. They just haven't really showed us that yet. No. I know last year, last year they came third. Yeah, but being in such a small league, you can turn that around very quickly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's what there's a eleven point difference between first and seventh 
Yeah, it's, it's still too tight. I know. Don't get me wrong. It, it's quite a it's quite a chunk and quite a leap, but we've seen yeah. that happen in in big leagues, you know, across the world. Eleven points can change yeah. very quickly. Well, look at Everton who lost ten points and is still doing well. Obviously, another oh, big right, win this weekend. Was it three three wins on the bounce or something for them now? Three or four. I don't think it's three. I don't, I don't think it's three wins on the bounce because lost to United when Garnacho scored that absolute corker. Yeah, that was beginning. That was in November, wasn't it? Or was that beginning of December? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, right. beginning of December. But yeah, they've, was, they've got a lot whatever, of uh, yeah. they've got a lot of points ready. Still above Chelsea. Well, exactly. Well, sorry, Jack, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, sorry for listening, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. And then something you'll be happy about: Arsenal women's team this weekend. Oh no! What a game! Four-one um, demolition shocked. of Chelsea. I know. Brings Who them level now. It? Brings them level. Yeah. I was. I would not guess at all. I can tell you yeah. that now. Beth I would Mead not have guessed that. I, I, exactly. I would have gone for a draw if I was betting on it. Um, Probably. And Lauren James Alessia again. Mate, Alessia Russo smashing it. I will say, though, not a penalty. I will say that now. Not a penalty at all. Mm. When she went down in the box. Agree to disagree. Je- Jess Carter got the ball, and then the keeper was in a natural position when Russo was tripped up. No, let's just agree to disagree with it, because yeah, I'm always yeah, going to okay. be biased because it's Arsenal. So. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So I'm the objective one here. You're the. Uh... <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're coming up to this weekend, as I've said, this weekend's fixtures. Um, we're playing against uh, Congleton away, and we see Nantwich Town take on Mac Town. Mac Town, that's a 7th versus 8th. We'll see what happens there. It's not too influential for our season, though. Uh, Runcorn playing against Macclesfield FC. Runcorn we've just beat. And Macclesfield are a team that, well, the team to beat. So if Runcorn can do us a favour there, that would be massively appreciated. Chester against Stockport. Stockport are on the end of a lot of goals lately, obviously conceding six at the weekend, also scoring four. And again, if Stockport can do some damage on Chester, I wouldn't be too mad at that at all. Um, And then that takes us into the the Christmas break with the first fixtures on the 7th of January after that. So let's hope we can go into the the Christmas break with a bit of form behind us. Um, But should we talk about the men's now? Because I know we didn't have a game, but we've got a game to look forward to. And there's been some league action as well that I think we should talk about. Um, Take it away, the league's looking friend. quite tasty. We've got first and second. That's not changed really for a bit now. We've got Keele University in first, Florence in second, but then the mighty AFC crew sit in third with a game in hand on both. And we can oh, jump above both of them. That's what we want. That's what we need. It is, but we are still a net third because we've got Brereton sniffing behind us with one point, well, one point behind us, but with a game in hand. And then Leak Town, our old uh, foes, I guess, at this point. We've also got a game in hand and sit two points behind us. So, depending on what happens in their fixtures, we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, around the league this weekend, obviously, postponements will have happened uh, because I mean, the grounds aren't too good. But City of Stoke recording their second 5-2 loss in the space of, well, four days for them. And they were a team that I was quite worried about. But saying that, they had two very difficult fixtures. Kiel University and Leak Town both away. So, you can cut them a bit of slack. Yeah, it's just a shame that they lost both in a row, though, isn't it? And then we saw two two games this weekend, and that was it. And both teams won with five goals to their name. Cheadle Town beating Cresswell 5-1, and Stafford Town beating Warstones 5-0. Um, again, it's not too influential on us, really. Uh, I know Cresswell sits towards the bottom of the, the table. We're due to play them soon. Uh, Cheadle are basically the mid-table you can get in ninth place. Warstones, who we played a while ago, have definitely dropped off down the table now, sitting in 13th. And Stafford Town are in 6th. 
uh, with one game played more than us. So, again, they're not really a threat, I don't think. Uh, but on to this weekend's fixtures. Um, we've got Leek Town away to Orlean District, which I can't really see going any other way than a Leek Town win. Same with the Kiel, Kiel uh, University versus Burton. You would like to think that Kiel will win it, but... Um, that would actually do us a favour, may I add? Because I think Burton a draw, a draw would be the best. I think because it everyone drops a few points then. Yeah, yeah, a draw would do well. Um, that would move Burton on level with us. Obviously, yeah. not counting our game this weekend, um, we've got a much better goal difference. Yeah, uh, City Stoke in our court as well, yeah. doesn't it? That's the thing. Massively, and City of Stoke face Cresswell, so I think City of Stoke should bounce back and get a win there. But again, it's not too influential on our season. Newcastle Town away to Polymere. Again, if I were to put money on it, it would have to be Newcastle Town there. Uh, Hawkinsport versus Cheadle. Again, not a really big one for us. And then to round up the weekend's games, it is AFC Crew travelling away to Stone. Uh, again, Stone Nomads FC. A team that we've tried to play twice now, I believe. And um, it's not happened. But I'm not feeling too confident about this game, I will say. No. Because the last two Stone fixtures, the most recent one was postponed this weekend. And the one the week before was a home walk over to Florence. Um, so I don't. it doesn't look like they could field a team. Stone currently sit rock bottom with, well, five points in 12 games. Wow. That's bad form. It is. And I don't know how many of them games were walkovers, etc. Um, they've scored, well, nine goals in, in 12 games. So I'm assuming they've played a few, actually. But I can't say I'm too confident that the fixture will go ahead. But we'll just have to see. And fingers crossed we can see some football this weekend. So question for you if the game doesn't go ahead and you, we get the points are you happy about that or are you gutted we don't get to play a game you, you have to take the silver lining it's a win it's three points and that's the most important thing i think especially yeah. again that's that's the game heading into the winter break after these fixtures we don't play again until um the, the first week in january the well for the men's team it's the 10th of january uh, at home wow, nice against break. Stafford, it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's a nice break, and that that one on the tenth of January is a weekday fixture. It's under the lights. It's against Stafford Town, and I can't wait for it. But I would like to see a, a game of men's football before Christmas. Yeah, I would. Say, I do miss watching watching both teams play. To be honest with you, um, well, so being yeah. down on down on the southeast coast, it's it's nice to be able to watch them somehow. Um, Saturday afternoons used to always be. Vio on one screen and uh, Sky Sports on the other, getting Soccer Saturday going and still seeing our, our boys play. Yeah. So do you reckon anyone in Newfoundland has contact with Mariah Carey so we can get a rendition of All I Want for Christmas's crew? Oh, my God. That, do you know what? Someone somewhere might know somebody knows somebody knows someone. I mean, this is, this is Zach a last now, week please. randomly yeah. knows Matt from bloody New York. I mean, how, how does that happen? I think, oh, well, this is one I heard this weekend. I don't know if I can say it, but... Um, Izzy Brand's cousin's cousin is, I think, I can't remember who it was now. It's a famous singer that right, all the teenage girls like. Like Sam Fender or someone like that. I can't oh, okay. remember who it was. Yeah, someone like that. I can't remember. We found out this on the car. And, Are they uh, coming on the podcast? Oh, we can ask. Well, 100%. we'll have a bit of a, a sneak reveal. We will have one of the Brand family members on the podcast. Our first fan. Our first like, fan not on the fan. podcast. Not someone, not a player. We're in talks with the agent. I've been told I need to speak to the agent of Izzy's dad. And I think he'd be great to have on here. Love this. Absolutely love this. Uh, he's, he's an absolute brilliant bloke. 
and uh, he comes down week on week, and yeah, I think it'll be good to have him on. So that's a sneak preview. You know how I usually am with guests. I don't like to spill too much, but that is what I'm very excited about. Nice. But the only thing is, the only thing is, him and Izzy are both West Ham fans. Oh, yeah, they're probably not going to be too happy after the weekend, are they? Well, neither am I because Izzy told me to add West Ham to my bet builder. Oh no, gutted. That is that ten p anyway. down the drain, yeah. isn't it? It is 10p down the drain. I, I, I forked out this weekend. I did put my usual 5p on. So, uh, oh, double yeah. that, Izzy, if you're double listening, that. I want 10p, please, when I next see you. Interest goes up 1p a day. Ah, that might be a bit harsh. No, that's fine. Come on, mate. You've got yeah, to make that's, money. That's, that's, that's 10% a day interest. Look, it's not your problem. Not your, <laughs> not your fault, West Ham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is very true. That is very, very true. But no, as, as I've said... Hopefully we have two games this weekend. Maybe we'll have none. And if we do have none, I will be a very, very sad flat cap. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a very sad Ben at this point as well. I'll probably be hungover as well, but I'll be a very sad Ben. <laughs> I won't be. I will be very, very good over this Christmas period. Yeah, if only everyone could see what you're doing now. <laughs> what, what am I doing now? You're not just drinking away now, are you? <laughs> On a Monday evening. I am doing my arse. It's Iron Brew. <laughs> Oh dear. Is it time to get the guest on? Oh, I think it might be. Let me okay. finish my ambrew first and then we'll, we uh, we'll get them on. Okay, mate. Start the recording now and then. I can just edit this yeah, first okay. bit out. Okay, so I'll start the introduction now. Okay, so Ben's ditched me for this part, but I am joined by a brilliant guest. We have got Alex Jennings on with us today, so welcome. How you doing? You alright? I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm good. Uh, I'm not hungover. What about you? I'm. I'm not actually. I've had a good. What? Well, we're on eight o'clock now, so I've had a good time to recover. I've um. Yeah. Right. I've had okay. some. Had some water today. You know. Had a shower. Got myself. Uh, well, put myself together a bit, and uh, yeah, I'm re- ready to go now. But we've uh, we've recorded this podcast a bit spread out. So we started on Monday evening to um, you know, get a head start. Remember what happened at the weekend, and now we're recording on a Thursday yes. night. So we've had a a week to reflect on everything as well and um i know obviously you were there on sunday so we're just going to start with yes. that a big win as well yes, of course. um a really big oh, win yeah. and it did look nervy at times obviously we didn't have a, a full squad by any means we had 12 players which was a i know unexpected really until last minute we didn't know how many we'd have how do you think the game went yeah. it went really well i thought we pretty much dominated the game um I think beforehand we had the, the nervousness of uh, having an outfield player in goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Annabelle was your recommendation to, yes. to come into the team. And um, you already mentioned um, that she, you've already seen her play a couple of times in goal and she yeah. was fairly decent. But every time, I think, because I was stood next to you on the touchline, I think every time a ball went into the area, we just both like winced a little bit. A tiny bit, yeah. I've um we didn't know yeah. I've um, I've seen quite a lot of them. No, I've seen quite a lot of them from that university playing next day. I've got a recognised keeper. So I've seen Sam playing yeah. that as well. Sam did an, an extraordinary job. So did Annabelle and obviously Annabelle stepped up on the day and and big congratulations to her because to concede one goal and that was a, a very good goal as well. I think we mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think like Charlie Burgess would have saved that. I don't think Izzy would have saved it myself. It was uh, always nice. going to be a difficult one. 
Yeah, it was a debatable free kick to start off with. Well, um, yeah. I think we were all saying it was just a shoulder barge, but from what I remember, that was pretty much their only chance of the game. Yeah. Um, and then it, it just came to the second half, and we just, like I said, we just dominated. As soon as we got that second goal, um, we were trying to um, go through who would be man of the match in the second half, and it was just, you could have picked any of the 11 that was yeah. playing. I was very unequivocal, though, in my choice. I will say that. I mean, I know you heard it on the sideline. I was very convinced of who I wanted to get play of the match, and uh, she ended yeah, up winning. I, yeah, well, I joined you with that, because I think we were both saying beforehand, you know, it, it, from how Anna was playing, she she definitely deserved it. Yeah. Um, but if at the end of the day, Ellie came on in, in the first half, and... She she got her goal, but she was um, the defense just had nothing on her, and she just steamrolled her way through a couple of times. Um, there was plenty of players that could have got man of the match, but I think Anna was probably the, the right choice. Yeah, I think obviously, I mean them two in particular, Ellie and Anna, we saw a different level to today uh, well, on Sunday compared to how we have for, yeah. for for the rest of the season. Both are obviously brilliant players, and we've seen a lot, especially from Anna, who was one of the originals, came in right at the beginning. Um, has played yeah. most games for us and she was just phenomenal but Ellie gave us something that we've not really seen up front all season even with T, that the strength and pace up front we've almost been missing that I'd say, obviously we've yeah. been very dangerous on the wings uh, with players like Lizzie who got a goal um, we've got Amelia who's just come in uh, with Daisy earlier in the season T when she went out wide, Katie Holder who's more naturally a winger and I think we've been struggling for goals more than anything and yeah. yeah, Ellie to get two, one was called offside, which I know you weren't too happy with on the sideline. No, not so. Chris is telling me to calm down. <laughs> but we were in line and that was definitely onside. Yeah. Um, it was questionable on a couple of things uh, from the ref, but, uh, you know, I think Chris was right. I just needed to calm down a bit. I yeah. was, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to play the games that um, other teams play in this league. Well, yeah, it's, um, we've seen a lot of it, haven't we, from other teams, but at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a very good position as well. I know, obviously, you're part of the yeah. kind of the, the leadership team for the women's team, obviously doing a lot behind the scenes for them, and I know you, you probably see a lot more from the rest of the league. I know you get the emails from everyone else as well, and you kind of pick yeah. up on these little things as well. But yeah, being, um, I, want, I want to just ask though, so being yeah. part of that team, obviously from the beginning, seeing a lot of the inner workings, obviously of, of what was going on, the expectation at the start of the season was to avoid the drop. And yeah. I think we're kind of looking at that expectation now and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but we're still joint top. It's it's probably miles apart from what we would have expected before we kicked the first ball against um, Brookvale a, a few months ago now. Yeah. But where, where's your mindset now for the rest of the season? Well, when we first started, when we signed up to the Cheshire League, um, our aim was to get promoted from Division One, the Championship. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when we put in our application, um, we got an email back to say we're in the Premier League. Yep. So we're actually a division ahead of schedule. Um, I, I think we were expecting a bit of a challenge with the likes of Edgerton in the championship, but when we got to the Premier League, it was a, a bit of a shock. And we thought, right, how are we going to do against teams like Macclesfield, who are um, established in this league? Of They've course. got a great stadium. Um, but yeah, going back to the question, 
when the, when you look at the fixtures, I think we've only got we've got this away game on Sunday, but we've only got two more away games. All the yeah, rest of the games are Nantwich at home. away and Chester away as well. Yeah, so um, Chester are going to be a difficult team to play. Yep. Nantwich, we've we've played them in the cup, and that that was um, a one-off bad yeah. performance, I think, from the team. Um, but when you look at them in the league, I think they've only got one win in six or seven games that they've played. I think it's um, two wins now. But the, I think wins, they're second yeah. off bottom. So it's, yeah. it's not where we probably expected them as well at the start of the season. Obviously, I know we had the, the teams no, that we're looking out for, which were Chester, Macclesfield and Nantwich. And obviously, we've exactly, seen Stockport yeah. now with a, a bit of a charge. The only team in the league so far to beat us as well. Uh, and we've got yeah. to play them as well at home just to, to kind of recover from the fixture at the early earlier in the season yeah I want want to just ask about you personally now because I actually used to come on the podcast Mm. a few months ago and it was a pretty much it was just a no it was a it was a dead and buried Um, yeah I think it was around about August time wasn't it I think we 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 was at Wrexham um we we watched the Wrexham game and you said right when I'm going to fit you in the schedule just said no it's not happening um (laughs) And then I haven't heard anything since until Monday when you said, um, do you fancy going on the podcast? I said, oh, I don't know, maybe. Go on then. And you said, what about tonight? <laughs> I was like, no, no, not tonight. Give me a few days. So, and yeah, we're on Thursday are. and you, you managed to get me on. I know, and you, you seem very comfortable doing it. And a big shout out to you, obviously, for, for, for coming on today. And I think you're doing a good yeah, job so far. We'll, we'll leave that to the viewers. But, yeah, I remember when we had our <laughs> podcast with Chris, Obviously, it was when he'd just been announced as manager, and back then yeah. we were we were talking about being in the championship. I think that was I think about yeah. an hour after recording, we got the message through from yourself about being in the Premiership. Yeah. What What do you think this team has the potential to go on to? Then potentially, obviously, you see a lot of of the games in person, and you see the dynamic. and And how do you think that's all kind of worked out? Well, yeah. Well. Um... When we first started off against Brookvale, Brookvale were in the same division as us. It was a pre-season friendly, and we beat them 8-1, and we just knew instantly from there, um, especially when we heard from their managers saying that we'll do very well in this league, that we knew we'd be competitive, um, and we've shown that we are competitive. Um, at, to, to win the league, it's, it's still 50-50 between us, Chester, no, I'll take between us and Macclesfield, really. I, I, yeah. I feel that we will probably manage to finish in the top two, but I won't be able to call it who would actually win the league. If we do yeah. and we go up, I, I still think we can make a name for ourselves in the uh, the Counties League. I, I feel like um, we, we played Wimshaw already, who have dominated their league. Yeah, they will not be um, playing in that league next season. That's no, already pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, they've won every single game that they've played, but we've shown against them in pre-season that we can be competitive against them. Yeah, um, And then you've seen some of their results. They've, I think they won like 14, 15 I think, against... I um, think in 11 North games, Ridge. they've scored 81 and conceded 11. There you go. And we conceded seven. With, we had about 12 players, was it? 12, 13 players? I they think we had, had, we had 12 system. players, and one of which was a trialist. Yeah, that's it. And um, we we played half of the game where we were in the lead, and then it just came to about the last twenty minutes, and uh, we didn't have the legs. No, to, that was ultimately what it game. was. 
I know Izzy Brand got a goal in that game as well. That started off my yeah, that's right. That's my constant mentioning of her as well on the podcast, which yeah, was the, the yeah. butt of a few jokes. But yeah, I, and <laughs> I mean, I think we look back at that today, and it doesn't feel like that long ago. And no, it doesn't at all. From from what I can sense, there's a really really good team atmosphere. I know, for example, this this Sunday just gone, I think eight of the twelve, even yeah, I think it was eight of the twelve were all from the same university, so they all play yeah. with each other week in week out, and. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it, but I think even the the girls that came in that weren't part of obviously the the two biggest universities that we got people in from, they, they've all gelled together really well. Oh, they have, yeah. You could see that with um, Liv that's come in. She's come in um, a few games into the season, um, and she's younger than the rest of the girls. But you could see that in like the the the, um, the warm up that she just gets on with everyone. Um, yeah. And they all get on with each other. You can see them laughing and joking beforehand. Nothing's all that serious. No one's like left out, and they they all gel as a team. Yeah, it's it's really good to watch as well because obviously we didn't know how it all work out a few months back. Um, one one thing I wanted to ask is, are we allowed to announce the new signing? Yeah, yeah. I will give um, you the honours then. So um, we were struggling for a keeper last week, as we've mentioned. So um, we had to have Annabelle in goal uh, last week. Um, ideally, we, we wanted to play outfield because that's her position. So um, between us, there was like me, Charlie, Chris and Gaz that was um, having a look out for what other goalkeepers are out there. Um, I approached um, the Rochdale manager that I had a connection with when we were trying to set up uh, pre-season friendlies. Um, and he advised to um, that they've got a keeper um, that's available um, called Gabriella G. She's um, 16, so she's she's very young. Um, but he said she's a very good keeper, so she's available if you want to take her. So yeah, I've registered her, um, and she'll be available on Sunday. Brilliant. That's really good news. Obviously, I mean it's a shame about Izzy. Um, yeah. Obviously now now injured, and the other thing with this kind of the method, obviously, the players we've got in, is a lot of them aren't local. So I know one of our players is travelling a well six-hour round trip this Sunday coming up, and obviously that's not a possibility for a lot of our players. So I think we've, I don't think we've got great numbers so far this weekend, but we've, we've got the numbers, oh. and I think we can be proud of that. Obviously, I mean, pre-season was a similar story. We were struggling to get a lot of people in. Obviously, it was a big distances for a lot of them, and obviously, if Gabrielle's from Rochdale as well, that's a a local tie, um, yeah. Because we haven't got Alice this weekend either. Um, no. So Alice is is back home now for the holiday. So it's it's one of those things. And when it comes into the new season, well, sorry, the new year, we'll have then two keepers in Alice and Gabriella. Yes. Obviously, to battle out for that number one spot. Yeah, that was that was the idea because she's not getting minutes where she's playing at the moment. So. Um, we don't want to bring someone in who's instantly going to be number one um, because then there wouldn't be any competition. We, we want to bring someone in that can compete with Alice. So this this girl, Gabby, she knows that she's not instantly going to be in goal um, yeah. when it comes to the new year. And uh, if Izzy comes back before the end of the season, she knows that she's um, not going to be available um, if Izzy was to come in. Um, yeah. But we just wanted someone that would be at a level where they can compete with Alice, uh, because Alice ultimately is going to be our number one keeper when she when she comes back in the new year. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. 
one thing I wanted to touch on next was one of the roles that you probably didn't expect, obviously, when you when you came into the club, and that was being the uh, food delivery driver. So why don't you talk <laughs> yeah. us a, a bit through that role? Well, it was on Gaz at first, but he hasn't been to a few games recently. So um, when when we um, signed up with Home Chapel, I was looking around at uh, different places where we can um, host, uh, not just us, but the opposition, just like we do with the men's team. Um, so I found a place that was local to me. Obviously, I live in Home Chapel. Yeah. So um, a place called the Vic Club, um, which is great because they offer their um, their kitchen to us. So um, instead of just having a, a catering, which we was expecting at first, we've um, we we went with um, a cheap option of just going down to um, the local Sainsbury's, getting a few pizzas, and I think the girls are happy with the. Um, with the food choices, do you I think, think, I, think? I, I think they're happy with the food choices. I just don't think they're happy with the chef. I've um, I've heard some complaints. Who, who's the chef these days? Is Supposedly, me. Yeah, it's me. Um, right. Okay. Well, I was not. I wasn't happy this Sunday because there was no um, whatever they called tea towels. So having to oh, navigate right. getting the pizzas out was a pain. Um, Mena came right. and helped. She came to help me turn on the oven actually, and she said it's on, it's on. I went right. I'll leave it for a bit. Let it preheat. Came back, she hadn't actually turned it on, she'd turn the light on. So, there was a bit of a wait there, and I, I took the blame on the day. Didn't want to uh, call anyone out, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll settle that score now, actually, on the podcast for anyone that's listening. And and yeah, I mean, it's a very nice place, obviously, the, the manager you've had contact with there. Um, yeah. Spoke to me a few times, asking for Alex, and I'm like, oh no, he's dropped off the pizzas and gone. But um, Yeah, that's, that's the problem having kids, it's like... <laughs> I'm allowed out for about three hours. I can watch the game, but as soon as the game's finished and we're packed away, I need to. I need to go back. Yeah, oh, I don't blame you. It's uh, it's it's not bad. It's it's a nice atmosphere, as I said. But I've uh, I've got to say, I feel more pressure in that kitchen than I do on the sideline. Yeah. That's uh, probably the yeah. harsh reality of it these days. Um. So what what we'll talk about now is your main role really in the club, and obviously your your title, what that entails, and what you do on a day to day basis. Yeah, okay, so um, we, we have a club secretary in um, the men's team, which is Liam, um, Liam Jay. Um, but ideally, we wanted someone in from the start that would just deal with the women's side. It's um, because we've got the Staffordshire FA and the Cheshire FA. So um, when I first came in, it was um, just to help with the day-to-day running of um, registering players, um, organising fixtures. Um, so yeah, it's, it's club secretary for the the women's team. Um, but when I first came in, it was um, we were in a position where we didn't even have a head coach. Um, we didn't have any friendlies, but um, we we just had a team. So I came in and, and just helped from uh, from day one and getting a getting a coach in, which we have with Chris. He's brilliant, um, and then organising friendlies and. Um, from there, I, I just contact opposition, deal with uh, the Cheshire FA, um, also international clearances. We've had a few of those um, and a few um, issues with some opposition when it comes to the seven day rule. That's a different story. Um, but yeah. That, yeah, that, shout that, out to Stockport County there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't want to go into it too much, but um, yeah, they, they wasn't really happy with us trying to approach one of their players 
didn't go down too well. Well, no, but at the end of the day, that's football, isn't it? And I think you've obviously done a brilliant job. The international clearances were a whole issue in themselves without, without our captain, really, for the first three or four league games, which was never... Yeah, I don't, don't think they've had an issue on that side with the men's team, have they? Um, no. But we've had three players um, in the women's team. Um, Jen was away off for five weeks, I think, which was, um, wasn't ideal. Um, and then obviously, Maria especially when Amelia, yeah, yeah, Maria was just a little shorter. But um, especially when you can see that Harry Kane's transfer went through in about eight hours, and we had to wait five weeks for Jen. Wow. Especially when it's just from the Welsh FA to the English FA. Exactly. Which I mean, I wouldn't have ever expected to have taken that long. To be honest with you, I thought it would have been a button you had to press, but. Hey, how it's done now. Exactly, and, uh, that's what I'm saying. Fingers crossed that we don't have too many more issues in that regard, but I think, yeah, it's, no. a, it's a role that's been very important, obviously. You yourself coming from Home Chapel has massively helped everything. Um, yeah. You got all the fun jobs as well, like uh, with the dugouts and the corner flags, which I, I can't say I'm envious about. And then, I mean, obviously dealing with the FA, which I, I can't say is a job anyone wants to do necessarily. No, especially the Cheshire FA, but um, hopefully they're not listening to this podcast. But well, um, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, you it's it's, it's not fun. No. Uh, yeah. re- recently, you also did another job as well, which affected the whole club, and that was the. I can't remember the word now. Starts with an A. Accreditation. Why don't you talk right. through that process and what that means? Um. So I wouldn't say it was as much me who did who, who did much, too much in regards to that. Um, I, I would say that that was more with like the chairman's side. Oh right, I, I looked at the myself. portal and it said submitted by Alex Jennings. So I didn't. Know yeah, no, no. It's um, I, I think it was just there as a notification that I could process it. But yeah. no, I, I didn't do too much with that. I always see the buttons on there, and I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want yeah. to press anything. So. Just do what I need to do and <laughs> swiftly get off it. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've got to say, I've, I kind of share your sentiment with the, the Cheshire FA. I mean, I've been trying to get DBS checks through for about, what, yeah. six months? Yeah, it has been, hasn't it? Mine's gone through, but that's probably going to be next season now, would oh, you imagine? God knows. I've had to resubmit mine and Gary's as well. So fing- fingers crossed. Right. You know, these, these are the fun jobs that we all deal with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I'd, I'd just like to say a big thank you, obviously, Alex. I mean, uh, coming on the podcast, for everything you do with the club. And the last thing I want to ask you is, again, it's more about you than the club. It's about you and the new fan project. You came in yeah. in, was it March time? Yes. Yeah, and then it you was... had a, a quick rise up through the ranks, obviously, with the women's team. And why don't you tell us through your journey with the new fan? Yeah, so I first joined because at work, um, I tend to listen to a fair few podcasts. Um, so I was listening to the Price of Football podcast. That's yeah. one of my regulars. Um, and I heard George um, on on the podcast, um, and he sold it to me within like five minutes. <laughs> I was already looking at New Fan. I didn't even know who the club was, but I was I was already looking at the website. Um, as soon as I mentioned AFC Crew, it's ideal for me. I'm 15, yeah. 20 minute drive away from Crew itself um so as soon as i heard about the project i was like right i've got to sign up for this um within a couple of months i was at the first game um it was against nutsford yeah and 
I just loved it from there. Um, I, I think within 24 hours of signing, I um, I put all my details up saying that it was from Hose Chapel, and I think everyone jumps at me, so, saying yeah. he's local, he's local, in, and did you know the women's team playing at Hose Chapel? And <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was just like, I, I said, right, where, where do you need me? What do you want me to do? And I think within a month or two, it was the case that they were looking at um, training uh, facilities for the men's team. Yeah. Um, so I said, right, that that's a task I can get involved with. Um, I don't think that the men's team liked the choice that I, I went for, which was the legends in the oh, right. uh, Bentley. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was a cheap and available option, so that's what we went with. Um, and then from there, it was just. They just needed help on the women's team because I was from Holmes Chapel. So I said, whatever you need me to do, I'll help with. Um, and as soon as I went into that, any task that was given to me, I'll make sure that I would um, see it through. And um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah that, that, that was my uh, journey from the start. I think, I think we can definitely say it's a success story today as well. Um, but as I said, thank you so much for coming on and, um, and we'll see you no on problem. Sunday. And traveling at home, yeah, keep, well on, keep on chugging.